Welcome to the Stinky Tofu Podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Furtado, and this is episode number 10. This is our last episode of the first season. I can't believe it. Today's topic is about shared dining experiences, and I spoke to pastry chef Florence Elizabeth about it. So Florence is based here in Madrid, Spain, and she's been hosting meriendas in her apartment. For those that don't speak Spanish, meriendas are like snack time. I think that would be the best translation. We talked about how food really does bring people together and how she's been using her meriendas as a way to not only connect people, but to also educate people, bring in speakers and start conversations so that people can leave inspired and with an open mind. You can find the show notes on our website, SinkyTofuFoodTalks.com. And if you like this episode or this season, please do leave us a review. We love your feedback and we really appreciate your support. Hope you like it. The third line of business of Chopestry is about selling, of course, high quality traditional French pastry and, uh, and also um, pastry, uh, zero kilometer pastry, because we are focused on using high quality products. And now we are trying to uh, source ourselves from, um, from producers that are less than 140 kilometers of Madrid. Wow, so it's not just selling pastries. I mean, that's the that's the is, the center of it, but it's so much more than that. It's you offer experiences, workshops, talks that revolve around pastries. Exactly. What well, my objective is to share the values of pastry. That's for me the values of pastry. It's about sharing. So uh, I offer always cakes or pastries that can be shared with others. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is that if you buy slow pastry pastry, uh, you will you will share it with some people. Will you use that pastry to connect with others or to create a, spe- a special uh, atmospheres? It's about authenticity. So authenticity, uh, authentic conversations in the sweet talks, for example, but also authenticity in the pastry. It's well done pastry with real products, with real producers. Mm-hmm. Well done, you know. There's no uh, not any additives. And it's about caring, also uh, elegance, caring, you know, details about something very special. No, it should be like um, a gift, you know, that you want to offer to people, either you know during an experience or you know you buy the cake to to to, to give it to, to give it to, or to offer them to your family, your friends for a special dinner or mm-hmm. lunch, you know. They definitely sound very special. I have yet to go to a sweet talk. Um, it's just never aligned with my schedule, but they sound very, very special. So there are supper clubs or these underground restaurants, whatever you want to call them, um, that have become more and more popular, at least in, in Madrid or in big cities around the world. And so pastry is really unique because it's not exactly a dinner. It's a merienda for those that don't know. It's like yes. a snack kind of snack time here in Europe, in Spain. And yes. And you have a specific topic. So you bring people together over dessert and also a very meaningful conversation. Can you tell me a little bit more how you organize the sweet talks? 
and what the dynamics yes. are like. Yes, thank you. So the sweet talks is always uh, on the afternoon. By now, we will try to to find another slot, but now it's on Friday afternoon, so it's between five thirty and seven thirty. So it is like the snack time for Spanish people, and on on Fridays, a lot of people are not working, so it's like the the, the end of the working um, week and the between you know the your work and your starting of your weekend so mm-hmm. it's like a special moment that a gift that you you offer to yourself no and, and you go to so it's my place it's my own living room actually and i receive the people here because i like it to be like you know very cozy and so people come and i receive them we do like a small icebreaker because you know that the the first, very first five minutes when people, not all, uh, not every person is there. You have to wait. So you know, you need like an icebreaker just to connect people. But very quickly and very easily, people just they are at ease. Mm-hmm. And now and then we uh, we receive the speaker. We we sit at the table, and everybody presents themselves. You know, the idea, the rules of the sweet talk is like you be at home. You be at you have to be at ease. Um, you have to be, you know, it's um, like it's a trustful uh, moment, no? So you can, of course, express your own ideas, but without, um, you know, annoying to other people, not mm-hmm. be, being very harsh. And the, the idea is to be to share. So uh, we are all together around the table. Everybody presents themselves as they wish. So if you want to present yourself as as a, as a mother, as a sister, or as a, uh, an executive of a big company, as you wish. And then, and so I present the dynamics, uh, the cakes I've prepared, and then uh, we share some specific tea I've chosen for the for the moment, the the cakes. Everybody serves themselves, and then we start. You know, we listen to the speaker. The speaker presents uh, himself, and we start the discussion. And very easily, very naturally, people, you know, you know, it's not about a speech. We are not listening to a speech of somebody. Mm-hmm. It's about uh, an authentic conversation. Very naturally, people are just, you know, we talk together as if they knew each other. You know, from a very long time. It's very special, actually. And then, and I, uh, the first time I, I, you know, I make the sweet talks. That's why I wanted to demonstrate that the power of sweet to connect people. Mm-hmm. And actually, you can experience it. Uh, that after 10, 15 minutes, it's it's it is as if everybody knew and you know knew each other from mm-hmm. a very long time. So it's very nice. And actually, um, so we have very natural conversation. And you know it's about two hours. So when when we finish, we I do a little recap of all the subjects, all the the ideas that you know we've commented, and and then we have a, a last photo just to to have a, a souvenir, you know, a record of that special moment. And after the event, I sent an email to everybody, you know, connecting people together, and I recap the main ideas. You know, like a summary of what has been uh, discussed for the, you know, for the record too. And actually, it's um, after you know when we finish. Actually, it's like mm, it's been very short. It's always <laughs> you know already the time. So, mm. but really, uh, for me, it's an amazing experience. It's 
you know, when I finish the sweet talk, it's all about adrenaline. You know, I'm so excited uh, having met uh, new people, you know, about the experience. Really, uh, um, I enjoy it. And actually, sometimes it's hard to explain people really the experience, but when you experience it, really, you like it. So. Yeah, it's a very unique thing. I mean, it's it's growing in popularity. I know in Madrid, there are tons of these um, supper clubs or dining experiences. This is, I think, very unique because it's centered on on pastries. And it's also, you're not just showing up and eating food. You're going because there's an expert or there's a speaker and something that's going to guide the conversation about um, water consumption or perfume or, you know, something specific about anything, I guess, right? Is there a a theme that you, how do you choose Uh, the topics? Yeah, actually it's, um this year I focused more on uh, responsible consuming mm-hmm. because I was very, you know, what of my aim of the year was, of course, to consume better mm-hmm. and reduce my plastic consumption, actually. So I happened to meet people, very inspiring people. And, you know, I think, OK, let's share what seems to be to me inspiring. So it's it's most about uh meeting inspiring people but people that inspires me and hoping that you know they will inspire others but um i think so it was the very first season um and so we ended that season with uh, six sweet talks and next season yes i will try to make it you know to define better the topics but the idea is to always connect people through some values you know Mm -hmm. and so these values are the slow pastry values, and that's my values, actually. And it's always about, you know, sharing, authenticity, care. So it will be something always related to to, to some of these values. Yeah, it, there's an expression everyone says that food brings people together. And I think this is a perfect example of that. I, it goes without saying. Yesterday, we had a food talk. So for those that don't know, Stinky Tofu is, you know, we have an online community. We have this podcast. We have an, a Facebook group. But we started off doing in-person talks. So we meet in cafes once a month. And there's always a topic similar to the topics that we discuss on the podcast. And last night, we had one about food waste. And um, I actually thought of you because obviously these are the kind of topics that you discuss in, in Sweet Talks. But there was a specific point in the conversation where we were talking about how do you educate people on food waste? Do you uh, confront people? Like if you see someone um, leaving a ton of leftovers, their, food, their plates untouched in a restaurant, do you go up to them and confront them? Or, or what do you do, right? And we were just talking about how when you're very confrontational, it's very hard to connect to people and to change them. Or to influence or impact people, like you know those documentaries where um, they talk about food waste or just the environment in general, and they take this tone where like the world is coming to an end and we're all responsible, and it makes you feel like an awful person or like a criminal. And they present all these facts and those types of documentaries, as we were talking about in the food talk last night, they're very difficult to 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 connect to people. But when you tell stories when you ignite personal connections that's when you can really change people and we were talking about personal examples and um and conversations or dining experiences seeing going to other people's houses and seeing how they um manage your kitchen and how they reduce food waste in their personal life usually makes the most impact and so i'm interested in do you think that your shared dining experiences through Sweet Talks have had the same impact? Um, 
yeah, do you think that it's helped people open their eyes a little bit about big issues in the world? Uh, definitely, definitely. Because actually, the first we talk was about reducing our uh, plastic consumption, and uh, people that came actually, they wanted, um, you know, they were very, of course, interested to listen to the story of Maria because Maria, she's a very first woman that opened, and she's very young. She mm -hmm. opened the very, uh, very first uh, supermarket with no plastic in Madrid. Wow! So, yeah. What is the name so, of the supermarket? Uh, Impact. Okay. Impact. And so um, people was, of course, very interested to listen to the story of Maria and how, you know, she, she came to open that shop. But also they wanted uh, to share with other people and to ask, you know, what do you do? What do you think? And, you know, to make them uh, to make their mind. And and not all of them was so conscious about plastic, you know, reducing plastic, but afterwards think that, you know, you can do things. So. Definitely, I think there's impact because you are in a very safe environment. Mm -hmm. um, Sweet Talks until now, we limit to 10 people because we want that intimacy. You want, mm -hmm. We want people to feel safe, you know. You can talk safely and nobody will judge you. You can ask people, you can comment. So I think it's very important also when you feel safe, you can open yourself to, to others. And, and of course, you listen from the, you know, you, are, you have a person in front of you, you can talk directly to, to that mm -hmm. person, express your ideas. So I think definitely, um, I think um, reduce environments, intimacy, and those kind of environments facilitates, you know, the impact on mm -hmm. others. Yeah, there was a piece by Eater, Eater Magazine, and they, I, I didn't, I had no idea about this, that shared dining experiences like like sweet talks they've been kind of like the root for the lgbt movement in the states uh, a lot of people they used to meet over dinner they would bring their friends and their friends would bring their friends and we'd meet over dinner and talk and they would talk about kind of like the future they wanted for themselves and and then people would plan protests and and They, they started the movements that way and there are examples of that around the world so that's what I think in a way that you're doing I think it's like these shared dining experiences can be a home for those sorts of collaborations and for people to you know they meet someone and they, they get along very well and who knows what can happen afterwards yes. have you ever seen anything like that through yours have people become friends or collaborated after your sweet talks Yes, definitely, because actually uh, something I haven't thought about when I did, I was doing the sweet talks, but sometimes people were asking, will we be connected afterwards? Is there <laughs> a way we maintain that connection? Yeah. And actually I haven't thought about it because people you don't know, they want to share you know, their email address or their contacts. And actually I started doing it and including and, you know, and openly writing their email addresses because They were asking for that. They want that connection. Mm -hmm. I think what people are missing now is authentic connections, authentic conversation, relationship, because we are very connected, you know, through all the social media and everything. But now there is a lack of, of human connection. Ah. And actually, that's what dining, you know, that's having people around the table is doing, is giving back that connection. Because you were mentioning, you know, the LGBT movement and, you know, the social impact and political movements. But actually, I think uh, food, you know, has connected people together from the, you know, 
from I don't know when. The beginning uh, of time. Because the beginning of time, yes, because the Romans, I think maybe, maybe in the in the Catholic religion, you know, uh, Jesus, you know, was mm. having people around and sharing the dinner, the last meal, you know, that the very symbol of sharing a meal with people is very intimate, you know, mm-hmm. something you have, and when you have people in your, at your at your place, at your home, you know, in your living room, it's like uh, people are entering your intimacy, mm-hmm. you know, they are, so it's a very strong thing, but I think it's, the symbol of that you want to share and we are open together so you want to be people you you take them to your own place and you know it's about sharing you know this authenticity yeah. you have and it's always you know, it's like the family dinners of the Sundays very important also to connect people but also actually I was thinking in um, in France uh, there is there was a revolution in 1848 and because people wanted to have more rights and to vote because before, you know, only rich people could, could be able to vote, no? Mm-hmm. And those people, they had no, there was no right of demonstration at that time. Mm-hmm. And their way to express more their ideas is to organize um, banquets. You know, I don't know how in English, but like huge uh, meals, huge um, oh, okay. lunches. Like feasts. And they, yeah, so they were saying, no, no, we're having a big lunch. Like, uh, and... And and because they could not have a de- make a demonstration to 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 you know to call for their rights, so they were having like big lunches. And during the lunch, they were expressing their ideas, being together, you know. And it was a way to start, you know, demonstrating uh, for their rights. You now, so I think food has always had, you know, like a social, very strong impact, you know, a very strong means to express ideas, to connect people, and to share. Yeah, absolutely. What you said about eating or uh, sharing a meal together, it is a very intimate experience. I didn't realize it. So my mom came over to visit a few weeks ago and I was telling her about the this this project that I've been working on with Stinky Tofu and, and people that I've met like you. And when I told my mom that you know, this is a thing that people, complete strangers, they get together and they share a meal together. She thought it was so absurd. She's like, what? But they don't know each other. Why would you share a meal with someone you don't know? And I said, because, I don't know, because they're, they want to meet new people. And she thought it was so absurd. She thought it was so, she also said it was sad. She thought it was so sad that she's like, what did my mom say exactly? She said like, can you believe that the state of a society is right now that we like the shared meals, the concept of shared meals are, are dying because of our busy work schedules, because of technology, because of fast lifestyles. And we have to resort to this. Do you think it's, do you agree? Do you think it's something, do you think it's sad? Uh, no, I don't think, uh, but there's two things, you know, uh, one thing is about family dinners and I think definitely meal sharing meals is very important for family. Mm-hmm. And so I've been to an event uh, last year in Etopicus. It was about, you know, the power of the, of the, of the table. Mm-hmm. And it was about exactly, and we had the psychologists and different people, you know, a panel of different kind of people. And, and the psychology was saying that um, all the, if, if there are some problems in a family, uh, those problems always come from the table. So because the table is a moment when the family is together, they can communicate, talk mm. together, 
And so it's not only about food being shared. Of course, you educate your, your kids and, you know, you, the way you eat, of course, is very important to, to and related to the way you educate your kids. But it's all, it's, it's all about also communication. Mm. So food is always the food table and communication co- go together. So if you don't communicate at the table, you will have uh, communication issues in your family. So that's a place at the place where you have to, you know, you cannot be with your phone at the table because you have to talk to your kids and at the moment they, they are more open to, to tell them, tell you about their, their day, you know. So I think this is, and I guess when you have kids, you have to maintain some kind of, you know, uh, sharing meals moments is very important. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, when you work and, of course, our lifestyle. Um, now, we know, I arrived in, in, at, in Madrid 20 years ago. And when I started to work in uh, some big corporations, directors uh, were, was going home to have their lunch. So we had a two hours break, two hours and a half break, and all your bosses, you're going home to have lunch with their kids and, and, and wives. Mm-hmm. So it was like crazy to me, but of course, it's good for family reasons, it's great. But of course, for the lifestyle, when you are, you know, because you want to go back earlier to your place also to have dinner with your family. So you, so now, you know, we are moving out, reducing lunch times, reducing I think in companies, it's all about so you, you maybe you eat in front of your computer, yeah. right? You don't spend time with. But um, but also, you know, uh, talking about that, I know a project two or three years ago in France. Uh, it was uh, an app actually. They were developing an app, and they were selling to corporations, to big companies, international companies. And this app, the objective was to connect people. Uh, of the same company through the app because they wanted that people uh, have lunch together. Yeah. So you could connect uh, with people of your same company, invite them for lunch. <laughs> so it's a bit crazy, no? But it's exactly the idea is going back to uh, humanity, authenticity, you know, and real connections. But so... Um, you know, on the one hand, of course, we are going faster. We don't have time to spend time with our collaborators and want to eat very quickly in front of our computer. On the other hand, we realize that real connections helps you a lot. When you work, if you have a, maybe a 30-minute or one-hour lunch with some colleagues and you talk about an issue you are facing your company, mm-hmm. you will say, solve it uh, much quicker and much easier than ever. Yeah. Because... The time you find the right person in your company and you find, you know, say, okay, to, to whom can I talk about this issue, you know? And you find it on the app and you invite it for lunch and you have a 30 minutes discussion, you know? So uh, real connection, real conversation, of course, are much better than, you know, I think we are, we are now also realizing that the excess of, uh, of, social media excess of using, you know, your mobile phone, computer all the time and having, you know, instead real conversation is much better. Yeah, it's so true that nowadays with technology, we're in a way we're so connected with everyone, but there's nothing like that human connection you were talking about and being around a table with, with people, being so close physically and 
nothing nothing can distract you you're right in there right there in front of people and you have to talk to them and you have to for at least an hour say something and 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 exactly and build that connection and actually i'm thinking about also uh, because you know it was my birthday two days ago and actually i received a lot of messages of course of my friends are abroad and everywhere but now you realize that myself i'm doing somebody you don't see as often and it's his birthday you would send a whatsapp message or or maybe uh, hopefully you have the facebook you know telling Mm -hmm. you you i don't not uh, forget (laughs) you know the birthday of your friend of course and of course it's great because you don't forget it and you know you send a message and it's very nice to receive messages from people from all over the world of your friends you know uh, using social media of course but on the other hand people um, don't use a phone as often and you don't receive calls as often as mm-hmm. maybe some years ago so you know it's always about uh, finding a balance now between uh, um, technology and real contacts, real conversations, and talk to people. So that's why I think projects like you know sticky tofu and sweet talks, you know, are being developed also because you want to. We want to go back to those connections. We yes. want to talk to real people. Exactly. Because you realize that the contact is very important. Yeah. And when you talk to people. There's always something happening, happening. Always some magic because um, I, I maybe I can comment with you about an issue, an idea I had, and you will. Ah, oh, of course, I know that person. I can connect to you. You know, I connect you with that person, and you would say, okay, you know. And when two people are together, it's always you know so magic much can about. Happen. Yeah, so, so much, much can, can happen. happen. Okay, speaking of of online and connecting with people online. How can we find you online? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I am on Instagram, Facebook. You can find me at Slow Pastry. Um, and so, so I've got a website. It's uh, slowpastry.com. And there, so either on the website or Facebook or Instagram, um, you can find information about you know, about slow pastry, about our sweet talks, workshop, and also if you want, of course, uh, to buy um, zero kilometer well done pastry, you can buy it directly on um, on the website. Thank you so much. So if you're in Madrid or if you pass in Madrid, you have to check Florence at slow pastry out. Thank you so much. It was really Thank really... you, Daniela. I love it. You know, <laughs> I enjoyed very much your sticky tofu uh, uh, food talk. So looking forward for the next one thank you thank you so much bye bye